0: Praise the Lord! Welcome to another episode of Bible Time. The series is The Wise and the Foolish, A Walk Through Proverbs. My name is Damon Smith, and I'm excited, super excited, to share the Word with you today. I know it's been a while. I I can't even get into it. I know I said that on the last podcast, but uh, I'm just glad to be uh, back podcasting with you. And we're going to jump right into the Word. And so we we left off uh at the end of verse 7 in Proverbs 5. And so we're we're breaking down this this uh this book here and you know again we're we're going we're going verse by verse chapter by chapter to pull out the truths of Proverbs and just really try to understand it and again if you if you're listening if you're joining in uh definitely uh you know put your comments in. Uh it, it's meant to be interactive and so uh if you have something to say definitely uh, there there's links to where you can you know you can make your voice known uh with the uh with the episode. So definitely feel free to comment and uh subscribe, tell your friends. Uh this is this is great. Love talking about the word, love reading the word, love being in Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs is is, is one of the first books I remember reading as a kid. So uh, it, it has so many, so many truths um, that are still so, so uh, very uh, ac- applicable uh, to today. And so uh, we're going to start, we're going to go from chapter eight to 14 today and really delve in. And as usual, we always do uh, three. Three uh, versions of the Bible. That way we can kind of get a, a really good picture of it uh, before we, we talk about it. And so starting at the King James Version, Proverbs chapter 5, verse 8 says, Remove thy way far from her, and come not nigh the the door of her house, lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth, and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And thou mourn at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. And say, how, I, how have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof, and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to them that instructed me? I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation, and assembly, man. And so that that passage that that speaks to me in a lot of ways, and it's like I've in some ways I've been that <laughs> I've been that, and so it's, you know haven't listened like I should. And so when you think about all the times, like man, you know what what were some things I didn't listen to? It's like the, it's it's a convicting scripture, but you know again, as long as there is life and breath in your body, you can always. Uh, Change things around. You can, you know, do what the Lord would have you to do. And so we're going to go back. We're going to do Message Bible. Why? Because the Message Bible is awesome. (laughs) So they started chapter. They started verse seven. So I guess we'll we'll go seven to fourteen. So my friend, listen closely. Don't treat my words casually. Ooh, keep your distance from such a woman. Absolutely, stay out of her neighborhood. You don't want to squander your wonderful life, to waste your precious life among the hard-hearted. Why should you allow strangers to take advantage of you? Why be exploited by those who care nothing for you? You don't want to end your life full of regrets, nothing but sin and bones, saying, Oh, why didn't I do what they told me? Why did I reject a disciplined life? Why didn't I listen to my mentors or take my teachers seriously? My life is ruined. I haven't one blessed thing to show for my life, and and that makes it even more plain. And so now we're gonna go to the New Living Translation. I like this translation. Um, it, it's really nice, and and I like the way it, it breaks down the word. And it's 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 a good translation. I, if if you wondering, hey, which, which translations a good? New Living Translation is a good one. Okay, so verse eight. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. If you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. Strangers will consume your wealth, and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. You will say, how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. Oh, why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I have come to the brink of utter ruin, and now I must face public disgrace. Man, ooh, so powerful, and so that's the that's the word, and so now we're gonna uh, when we come back, we'll break down, and, and talk about uh, what what's going what's going on in this passage, what's being said. Hi, everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life And his name changed by calling him to be Peter. Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. So in chapter five, you know Solomon's trying to teach his son, hey, avoid immoral women, avoid strange women, um, as the the Bible likes to um, to describe as those who are not of 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 your people um, and don't have your same values and morals, because they will lead you down a a very very terrible road that leads to your destruction. And so in chapters 1 through 7, Solomon's just laying out the table and 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 showing the the ways uh you know of the strange woman and how dangerous they are. And so now he's like listen, listen to me. Listen to what I'm trying to say. Don't stray from what I'm trying to tell you. Um I like I like what the message Bible says. Uh, when it says "Um don't treat my words casually, and oftentimes if you've if you've had kids like if you have kids at all, when you try to teach you know teach your kids things it they do have a tendency a tendency to treat your words casually or really not take what you're trying to tell them. Seriously, because they think, oh, I know, I know it's, it's, it's not going to happen to me. It's not, it's it, it's not, you, you know, my experience is not your experience and all this. And, you know, I know better and all that. And, and you would, as a parent, you would like to give them the benefit of the doubt, but you understand because you've been through it. It's like, And, and what they don't understand is, is not that we're just saying this for, to, to just, to just say it just to just as a, a customary thing no there is a real danger there and oftentimes youth don't don't see the danger in situations that Solomon is trying to lay out because what he's trying to say is this these you know the the immoral woman sets a trap for for uh, a young man with you know with prom- with a promise with a promising life ahead of them. Um, and then they set a trap, um, and they use slick, you know, and, and, and smooth words to, to lure the, the, you know, the unsuspecting gentleman in so that when he's in too deep now, uh, he can be destroyed. And so Solomon is saying, Hey, listen to what I'm trying to say. Don't depart from the words of my, of my mouth. I have, something important to say. And and so then in eight, he goes into it like, stay away from her, remove thy way far from her. And so don't allow your ways to be parallel with her ways. Don't, don't find yourself going down the same path that she, that she is. Don't, don't find yourself in the same area as she is, um, because you're going to be in trouble. Um, like the, and it, it says, and come not nigh the door of her house. Uh, New Living Translation says even more plain, don't go near the door of her house. Stay away. Don't stay away from her. Don't even, don't even get in the jurisdiction of where she is because it's it's going to be dangerous for you. It's not going to go well. And there have been many men that have have fallen because they've entertained um the the strange woman and when you think about it even from a um what God is trying to you know help us understand is you know just to stay away from sin period um don't don't go near the 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 house of sin stay away from the door of of iniquity and sin takes on many forms. And in our society, we like to label and and quantify which sins are, are big and which sins are small and, and which sins matter which sin. sin is sin. It's all equal, it's all the same. Um you can apply this to any type of sin. In this aspect it's talking about Sexual immorality, but you could apply the same warning to greed to envy uh to to gluttony to to um, having evil thoughts toward another person or you know or murderous thoughts or 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 being so so prideful that you think you're better than other people. It can apply to any sin, whether it's seen or unseen. You, you want to stay away from it. Don't go into the vicinity. Don't find yourself in the jurisdiction. Don't find yourself in that neighborhood. Uh, you know, if you if you have any maps to that neighborhood, burn them <laughs> so you don't even know how to get there uh, because it's it's not nothing good is going to to to. To come about from you being uh, near the door, in in this context of the strange woman's house, and this is why. New Living Translation says, "If you do, you will lose your honor, and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved." Um, I like the way uh, the King James says it too: "Lest thou give thine honor unto others." And thy years unto the cruel, and so everybody. When you fall into things like this, and you get caught up, you 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 do take losses, and sometimes it's materials, but some but more it, it, like, pretty much every time you get caught up in a in a moral failure, you lose your honor, and you have to. And you have to give up some of your years to those who who are merciless like, the, you know, they 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 don't have any conscience whatsoever. There's there's nothing stopping them from from tearing you down and you giving them clearance because you put yourself in a situation where you are dishonored. um, And that's and that's what being with the a moral woman does it causes you to be stripped of your honor and it puts you in a situation where where now everything you work for is is transferred to to others and you lose your you lose that prestige. Um honor is is a very powerful word there um because it's like you honor is something that you can't buy um it's It's the type of it's the type of of value trait that is is hard to recover once it is lost. Uh, some people never are able to recover honor um, but for some, it takes a long time to recover it but what is honor? And so Webster defines honor as a good name or public esteem. Basically, it's, it's your reputation, it's your rep, um, a showing of usually merited respect or recognition. Um, it, and so, it, it's how you're viewed. It, it's the it's the the stature in which people um, you know view you from. And so, and if if people have a good a good view of you, um, you know, if people do, uh, you know, esteem you in a, in a positive light or, a, and look at you as having a good reputation. When that is, is compromised, it's the opposite of that. Um, and so your, your rep turns, turns bad and, and, and people, when you don't have honor, people feel, have license <laughs> to to treat you with disrespect um because the when when you have honor generally respect comes with honor you you it comes with promotion you there's there's commendation for for men of honor uh they're suggested for certain positions you know they're they're talked Highly of, and so when you when you lose your honor, the absence of that causes people to to speak the opposite of um you know someone with honor, so now you are being talked talked about now you are being treated mercilessly uh, by people who who feel like they have a uh, license to say whatever um, now you know people will be cruel to you um, because with no honor. It's you, you open the the door up for you to be disrespected uh, rather than respected. And so it's, and the, what you achieve from having that honor is, is dashed away uh, because you, you've dishonored yourself. And, but the great news is, the great news is, is that God is a restorer. He's not just a restorer of of physical um, like illness and and sickness and and weakness and and pain and wounds, but he's also the restorer of honor. He can restore your honor, um, but you have to allow him to do that, and you have to 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 do things the way he would have you to do them. But and if you do that, then over time. It's not an instantaneous thing, but over time, God will restore your honor and and restore your good name and, and call it, especially if you, if you're, if your name is inside him, uh, that that's the beauty of, of salvation is that when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, we, we died to our old self. Um, we, you know, we we were on the cross of <laughs> uh, with him. We were crucified with him uh, when he accepted with Christ, and so you know the the old man is dead. The old person that I used to be is dead, and the new man has arisen. So my life is not my life anymore. Just like Paul talks about in Romans, you know, my life is 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 hidden in, in Christ. It's like it's it's not I well. No, no, no. It's it's in Galatians. So it's not I, but it's it's Christ that lives in me, um, you know. And so it that's that's what we have to understand is that my life isn't my life anymore. When I accepted Christ, uh, my my life is hidden in Him. I was I was buried with Him, and when He rose, I rose with Him. So that. Because of my faith, of my confession, and my belief in Christ, now I have a new life because he has risen. If he hadn't rose, then if he hadn't died and rose, then I would have no new life to, to, to speak of through him. Uh, but because of his death, burial, and resurrection, now upon my confession uh, with my mouth and the belief in my heart, my salvation opens up the, the the privilege of being able to have eternal life in Christ. And so, but again, honor is something that can be restored. God can restore. It. He, he can restore anything. There's nothing too hard for God. It's going to take time, though. It's not going to be an overnight thing. But that's why Solomon is saying, avoid this. Don't. Put your honor in danger. Don't put yourself in a situation where now you will become a byword. Well, now things will be taken from you. Uh, all that you work for that someone else can actually appreciate and, and enjoy and you can't. Um, don't put yourself in that situation. And again, it goes to 10. Let strangers be filled with thy wealth and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. Uh, New Living Translation says like this, strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. And so when you when you dishonor yourself, especially if you if you do something that lands you uh, behind bars, not everything you work for, everything you did, you know, it's it, it's. You can't enjoy it. Someone else will enjoy it. Or if you get in a situation where, uh, let's say you're, you know you you were in a marriage and it didn't work out because you did something foolish, and you had and you had wealth. <laughs> now someone else is is able to enjoy that 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 wealth, um, and you lost that wealth, um, or you had to split half of it. Um, but it's your own fault because of being caught up with in a situation, and so again, it's about prevention um and that's and again, going back to whoever is a youth listening to this don't don't listen to this casually, take it seriously the The reason why your parents are trying to talk to your head and tell you what to avoid. And and what to stay away from is so that you won't fall into these pitfalls. So you don't have so you won't have to go through uh, this type of pain, this type of destruction uh, and and deal with these type of pitfalls and consequences. Uh, The best way to. To avoid to the best way to not be in pain is to do things to prevent you from being in pain, um, to do things to prevent you from losing your honor, um, from losing your reputation. Listen to wisdom. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way. But how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. Now the the verses that really have impact are verses 11 to through 13 um especially because one of the things one of the reasons why Solomon is trying to to say hey avoid these things is because not only do, are you going to have to deal with the with the uh the external uh, consequences and pain associated with um getting caught up with such a woman but there's internal pain that you have to deal with that is is even worse <laughs> um as a result and and that that pain can be summed up within one word and that word is regret um that that's basically what uh what Solomon is talking about here just just what, what 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 happens internally when you allow yourself to to get uh, in these type of entanglements and get caught up in a situation, and then next thing you know, you're dishonored and you've lost things. Um, but I love the way it says it. Um, again, if we go to Message Bible, Message Bible really uh, makes it makes it plain here. And so it says, you don't want to end your life full of regrets nothing but sin and bones saying oh why didn't i do what they told me to do And, and like that is he he's breaking it down right there don't regret don't you don't want to end your life with regret? Uh, King James even even talks about it. And thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. So basically, it's like when you get old, when you're when you're dealing with different diseases and 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 you're, and you're not a young man anymore, um, you'll look back at your youth, and you'll have so many regrets. Like man, again. How I hated instruction, nothing but sin and bones. Why didn't I do what they told me to do be- and many have a reason for why they don't want to do what what uh what the what wisdom was telling them to do, what those who are world wise were telling them to do, and it's because they wanted to do. What they wanted to do, I mean and, and that's basically the the nature of it all um, when we choose to to do the wrong thing, we choose to do the right thing. um God has given us free will, and with that free will um and consequently when we think about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we we make the decision to go God's way or to go the flesh way <laughs> to, to go God's way or go the evil way and many like it it our choices is we can't blame anyone else but ourselves um e- even if there there were influences that were that were guiding one's decision to do the wrong thing at the end of the day The onus is on you because you, you know, you made that choice to do X. (laughs) And so you can't, you can't blame anyone else when now, because you're of you choosing X. Now the consequence comes. It's, it's on you, but don't be full of regret. And that's what, that, that's what the, um, what the consequences of sin bring about is is regret and regret is so destructive because it 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 courses through your body and it just it it can tear you up inside um to the point where some have committed suicide because of regret because of 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 not wishing that oh, because of wishing that they handled things different when they see what their their wrong choices uh created and caused it's like oh I wish I wouldn't have did that oh man and then they start thinking oh man I had this and th- and this was going good and and what was I thinking some can't handle it and that's why they end their life i mean you can look at you can look at judas uh, as an example judas betrayed jesus um but rather than Rather than repent of his sin he allowed his regret to cause him to to commit suicide um and is not he he felt bad about what he about what he did to Jesus, but he he didn't process how he felt the right way, and that ended up leading to more destruction. It's like yes, his name was already ruined, but now to to end it that way, you just you the only thing you do is make it worse in this situation. Um, but again, it's like when you look at 12, man, how I hated instruction and how my heart despised reproof. And so to to hate destruction and to despise reproof, those are two important things that, um, that really need to be touched on, um, because instruction is important. We, we need instruction. And one of the, again, one of the things about, uh, about youth when you're in your youth is instruction can, can be very laborious, but it's necessary. And many youth don't want to be, instructed because they they want to to feel like they know everything and they and they can do everything but instruction is so key but it's like if you hate it if you hate instruction when you're young as the scriptures is trying to say you're going to regret it you're going to wish that you paid attention you're going to wish that you didn't hate instruction you're going to wish that you listened Um, because now you're in a situation where you're older and you, and you, you, you don't, you don't have that same opportunity. It's like, that. it's passed by. And when you look at instruction, it's, uh, from a, a Hebrew perspective, it's chastisement. It's, it's warning, it's instruction, it's, it's, uh, restraining, it's, it's correction, um, Again, and you know, despising reproof, reproof and instruction, uh, from a Hebrew pers- perspective, are intertwined, as you would say, uh, in in you know, from a word perspective, they they really go together. They mean the same thing: uh, chastening, reasoning, uh, refuting, correction, um, boundaries, being. Being prevented from doing certain things, um, and yes, from a from a youth perspective, you you don't want to be restricted. You don't want to be told, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong." You don't want to be corrected, um, but correction is necessary uh, for growth. Correction is necessary uh, for for development, and you have to allow yourself to, to be submitted uh, to that correction and, and development. And it's, it, it's a, it's a tough one to hear because again, you, you look at, uh, I can look at my life on this and think about, man, you know what? I really should have listened to that person or man, you know, I really should have, um, you know, been better as it relates to receiving uh, instruction and and reproof and i feel like if we're honest we can all look at that scripture and see areas see times in our life where it's like i didn't listen like i should have and this and because i didn't listen <laughs> because i i didn't want to be corrected this happened and it took a long time to recover because of x y z um we all can can look at at one point in our life where we didn't listen and and X happened, and because of X, uh, we had to deal with Y. And so Solomon is saying again, avoid this. Like you, you can, you have the choice to avoid going down this road, to avoid regret, to avoid being, oh man, you know how I hated instruction, how I despised reproof. Why didn't I listen? Why all the whys? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You don't have to, to, to think like that. Just do the right thing. Just like the movie, <laughs> do the right thing. And you won't be in a position where that, where the, the regret is just coursing through your insides and destroying you and, and causing you to, to to lament your life and wish you weren't here. And, um, and that, that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to, to get so down that you, you take him out. And so it's not that he kills you, but you kill yourself. Um, but he, 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 continues to, to, to add things to, to stir up the regret even more. Um, he, he's an instigator <laughs> and so he'll, he'll bring up this and he'll bring up that and he'll add things to where now the weight is so big that you just want it all to end, but you don't have to take that route. Jesus is here. Uh, the blood of Jesus is, is so powerful that, that, uh, whatever you've done, you are not um disqualified you you you're not too far gone that the blood of Jesus can't save you uh you 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 haven't done something so vile that uh the blood can er- can eradicate sin and, and give you new life and so accept Christ today don't allow yourself to to bathe in regret don't allow yourself to to condemn yourself, Christ is there. His His arms are open; he's he's ready uh, to embrace you. He he he. His blood can wash away that sin. Matter of fact, he he already paid. He al- he already paid for uh, for the sin that you did. Um, he, you you were bought with a price. That that's, he already died for what to for what you're you're regretting. If you would just confess. And repent and believe, then that weight will be lifted. Your sin will be washed away, and you can walk in in the new life that God has for you. And just like He told the one woman, you know, who was caught in adultery, and after the her accusers left, hey, go and sin no more. And so you have a choice. You don't have to wallow in regret. Get up from that bed of regret and and walk with Christ now fourteen really kind of uh sums up this this particular uh passage that we're we're breaking down um it says my in, in the new in the message bible, uh, my life is ruined. I haven't one blessed thing to show for my life." Um, King James, uh, says it this way. I was almost in the midst. I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation and the assembly. And of course, New Living Translation, um, they, they say it like this. Uh, they say, I have come to the brink of utter ruin and now must face public disgrace. And so you see again, the, 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 um, the showing of the inner turmoil as coupled with the outer turmoil because of the affiliation with the strange woman. And that, again, is prevention. You don't have to go this way. But this is what happens in the end. If you mess with this type of woman, you'll be you'll be disgraced publicly and you'll be disgraced internally um you, you your honor will be will be uh broken. People will have a negative view of you, um but it's because of the fact that being too close to the strange woman, being enticed by her, being caught up in the snare that she creates. Um, with the lips that talk like hun- that that ooze honey, and her words that 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 draw you in, um, that that try to get you to 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 compromise your your good life, and now when you, when you're caught, bam, every consequences rain down from all sides, and now again you you will find yourself in New Living Translation facing public disgrace. Um, disgrace is is public as well as is private, and again, everybody can't handle that type of disgrace. Some are able to 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 pick themselves up and say, "Hey, yep, it happened," and they and they make amends and they and they they pick themselves back up and they rebuild that honor. But everybody isn't that strong, and that's why we prayer is so important and how we treat people is so important too because again when you go back uh, to the earlier part of the scripture and it talks about the merciless people um or or as the King James says it uh the the in thy years unto the cruel in verse 9 as believers as fellow believers um we have to be we 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 can't be like the world the world is going to rain down the 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 um the cruelness and the merciless mercilessness um but we're not like the world and we can we we have to be the givers of merciful we have to be we can't be the merciless we have the merci- we have to be the merciful um we we can't be uh, the ones that, that tear down, we have to be the ones that build up. And so if you find someone in a fault and you, and you let them know, Hey, you know, this is, this is what happened. And this is why things are what they are. Don't just leave them, um, expose, Hey, cover them, take care of them, help them build back up, um, help them be restored. There is, a, again, because God can restore anyone and he can use you to do it. But as a believer, we we can't be the ones <laughs> uh, included with the other mercil- merciless-less ones, or merciless ones, merciless um, ones, throwing rocks and, and, and tearing down and, and and making people just feel crushed even more than they already are. Uh, because of what they've done, and so we have to build up. We have to be restored. We have to always be thinking um, from a a mode of restoring others, of building each other up, of of re- of being a source of refreshment to men and women, it, it, especially those uh, who have fallen uh, into traps <laughs> such as this. So that's the passage for for today. Again, uh we're in proverbs and I'm enjoying it. I hope everybody else is enjoying it. And so I'm gonna be back with more podcasts. Yes, I will be back <laughs> with more podcasts. Um and because we gotta again, we gotta go further with proverbs. I'm enjoying the journey. Uh let me know what you're thinking. Uh find me on uh, you know, on, on social media, uh, I'm on uh Twitter, I'm on Facebook, uh and let me know your comments. Again, I also believe you can comment on, on Spotify or, or if you uh, check the link to the, of this on Anchor or other platforms, I believe you can comment too. Let me know what you think. Let me know your insights on on Proverbs chapter 5, verses 8 through 14 because uh, I want this to be a dialogue. Let's, let's go through the journey together. So thank you for listening. Uh, let's close out in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Uh, thank you for another opportunity to read your word and to ponder it and to, to really ingest it and do it. Um, please bless those who are listening. Lord, if there's anyone sick, uh, please touch and heal uh, them, heal their families, uh, heal their friends. Uh, Lord, if there's anyone that's not saved, Lord, uh, cause them to to see Jesus um, the the way, like, as the, as your son, Lord, cause them to see Jesus as the as the savior uh, of their sin. Lord, cause them to repent of their sin. Cause them to confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, uh, based on the belief in their heart um, that He died for their sins. And if they confess and believe, uh, they shall be saved. Lord, uh, bring them into new life, so they may be saved from the penalty of, of sin, which is death. And so, Lord, have Your way. Lord, allow this uh, this this lesson, this podcast, to be beneficial to Your people, uh, so that they may grow in You and draw closer to You. That's what it's all about. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening. God bless. Catch you next time. The Message Bible is published by the Lockman Foundation. And the New Living Translation is published by Tyndale House Publishers.